Hello, this is Dan Dinelli from North Shore Country Club. You're listening to 1590 WCGO Chicago Smart Talk. The Mike Novak Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Live from a cul-de-sac somewhere in Evanston, Illinois, it's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. After 20 years, still Chicago's only deep green gardening and environment program. Heard every Saturday morning on 1590 WCGO. Chicago's Smart Talk. Good planets are hard to find. Temper zones and tropic climbs. And true currents and thriving seas. Wind blowing through breathing trees. Strong ozone and safe sunshine will... Good planets are hard to find. Good planets are in the main. They're sometimes called the odd couple. If only because the word aberrant doesn't fit in the logo. Here they are, Peggy Malecki and Mike Novak. High forests, no wetlands, well, good planets are in the main. Right. Ah, for the for the folks on uh, Facebook, they get treated to the. I, if I did a if I did a, a contest for folks who could identify this music, there might be some people who could. I kind of doubt. I remember watching this when I was a kid. One of the worst soap operas ever. <laughs> it was uh, Dark oh. Shadows. Did you? Oh yeah. Oh, you remember Dark Shadows? Yeah. Really, 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 really bad not, acting. Yeah. Really bad acting. Of course, a lot of those... Yeah, but the whole thing was a bit of a, a spoof anyway. It, 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 it was. It was sort of a, a spoof on, on, on things. So, But it, it, there you go. So, it, uh, and of course, that's because we've got uh, the holiday. And these, I got a couple of CDs back from the day when Heather Fry was uh, standing where you're standing. Mm-hmm. And she would, uh, it didn't matter the holiday, but she's a huge, huge fan of Halloween. Uh, me, not so much. I, it's like, yeah, it's okay. Oh, Halloween? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, when you, here's here's the deal. A lot of people look forward to dressing up for the holiday, for the Halloween holiday. When you've been an actor most of your adult life and that's what you do, mm-hmm. Putting on a costume isn't that big a deal. It's not, it's, you go, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, so uh, maybe that's it. I'm not sure what, but there you go. But a lot of, a lot of people, I'm telling you, oh, yeah. I think over the years, let's bring it's, this. It's become an adult holiday. Uh, and it has become a huge holiday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, when I was a kid, when I was a young adult, when I was middle-aged, <laughs> uh, you didn't see people putting up Halloween lights yeah. like they do now. I'm, And I look at those folks and I think, I didn't take down my Christmas lights yet. So, I mean, you know that. You've been by my house. I, just the icicles. Uh, I really, they're easy to take down. I should take them down. Well, I'm going to just- Yeah, but put, it, it saves now, you from having to put them up I'm this gonna, year unless- Now, now I'm going to just plug them yeah, in again. Perfect. And, and we're set to go. Yeah. There's a few houses on my block that have all the Halloween lights up. And one of the guys across the street, he loves Halloween, and October 1st, he was up putting all the tombstones out, and he's got the, the hands reaching out of the ground and the, the big cat eyes on his windows. We usually and- even have pumpkins up by now, but uh, our pumpkin carving uh, isn't until tomorrow. Yeah, I was gonna going to ask out- you about that. Yeah. La- usually, we're, it's a couple of weeks in advance. We do get together with some friends and do some pumpkin carving. Um, and there's Mac. She's going to be one of the people pumpkin hey, carving, Mac. pumpkin carving with us tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, we don't, so we, ha- we got nothing. I'm a little, it's, it's a little sad. I, I kind of wish we mm-hmm. had, so I, we got to get our pumpkins. Yeah. I've so got a couple can, pumpkins so just sitting carve. there. No faces on them. They're just on the front stairs. So anyway, it's Halloween. So we'll play some, uh, some of the, uh, Halloween music, uh, courtesy of, okay, wait, wait, one more. One more. One more. 
And the whole Alfred Hitchcock thing is weird <laughs> because he was really more of a murder mystery guy than he was right. s- science he did, fiction this- or or what do you the occult. Yeah. I mean, but he did the birds, mm-hmm. and then everybody, and then he became this guy. Yeah. And, and even Alfred Hitchcock presents. When I was a kid watching that, um, thinking it was going to be like Twilight Zone, I go, it was not nearly as interesting because it was about adults and adult situations and not crazy. Yeah, crazy it was on stuff. TV yeah. as opposed to well, the Twilight, radio. Twilight the, Zone was on. Yeah, but but the shadow but or inner was, sanctum or where you oh, had to think of what it was and, yeah, and so, picture it. Anyway, there you go. Our tribute to Halloween. Hey, welcome to the show. Good morning. <laughs> How you doing out there, everybody? Hey. I need to, you know, what I really should be doing is planting my plants. You don't want to know that, that I've got my my shipment arrived. And I'm going to bring you some garlic tomorrow, some garlic bulbs, okay. too, so you can get those in. Uh, as long as the ground isn't frozen, I'm going to get stuff well, at least, in there. Like Lisa told us last week, we can plant bulbs and plant garlic for the next couple of weeks still. Yeah. And uh, this morning, I don't know. It's uh, a potpourri, as I a, put up a, on Facebook. I'll tell you what. Uh, give us a call, 847-475-1590. Uh, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about, because uh, uh, we had a guest, and at 10 o'clock last night, I found out the guest wasn't going to be here. So, um, but and we think uh, Rick DeMaio's coming in early. Mm-hmm. So, Rick, don't forget the cinnamon rolls when you come in. That's, that's true. Maybe that's where he is right now. He's out getting the cinnamon rolls. And I, I hope he does get here early, because then we can talk uh, a little climate and weather we usually don't have nearly enough time to talk to Rick DeMaio. But again, 847-475-1590 or send us a question on Facebook or Twitter. We'll answer it, maybe. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. We'll be back right after this. Have you ever walked into a hair salon and been overwhelmed by the smell of chemicals? Well, that's never going to happen at Organic Roots Eco Salon. They use only the safest, most natural professional hair products available to make sure you get great color results that last and won't harm the environment or you. Their salon products and services are free from ammonia, formaldehyde, and other toxins typically found in hair color perms and keratin smoothing treatments. Organic Roots also offers a complete menu of safe straightening treatments, including the non-toxic Magic Sleek and Cezanne keratin smoothing products that let you shampoo the same day. They even repurpose hair clippings, recycle product containers, and use LED lighting. Now that's green. Walk into 21st Century Hair Care for women and men at Organic Roots Eco Salon, 3417 Dempster in Skokie. Book your appointment at OrganicRootsEcoSalon.com or call 847-423-2653. Health and beauty. You no longer have to sacrifice one for the other. Hi, folks. The Mike Novak Show is moving. No, it's not. Well, we won't be live on Saturday mornings anymore. Yes, but we'll still be right here live on Sundays from 9 to 11 a.m. Just like the old days. You mean last week? Yeah, something like that. So, what's the deal? The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki is leaving Saturdays and staying on Sundays right here on 1590 WCGO starting November 11th. I get it. You get it in. The Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. Sundays from 9 to 11, only on Smart Talk. Being a meteorologist, you see things daily that can be related or not related to climate change. And then you separate that from the climate science and the social policy. So it's almost like teaching three classes. The meteorology, which is short-term, the climate, which is long-term, and then the policy, which is government, whether or not it's federal, state, or local. I'm meteorologist Rick DeMaio. Stick around for some more insight into weather and climate on WCGO 1590, Chicago Smart Talk. This is your talk. We're going to be here for a long time. Only on 1590 WCGO, Evanston, Chicago. Wow. I got that up all the way, too. Man, uh-huh. that's like... The, yeah, that's, that's kind of quiet. That is quiet. Uh, they don't make songs like that anymore. <laughs> Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. And my claim to fame, one of my claim to fames is Mitch Ryder used to live in the house behind the house... My folks, well, where I live mm-hmm. in Warren, Michigan. Cool. He, he, that was Mitch Ryder back before he became famous. 
So there you go. That's my, that. And did, <laughs> that's as close as wh- I come. What to else fame. did Mitch Ryder do besides that song? Uh he did. He did several things. I okay. There goes Brandon. I can see him. He's doing. <laughs> the second you said that, it's like he's I, off. He he perked up. Went whoop. I should know. I know that's C.C. Ryder. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. But that that's kind of part of that song. It all just merges. It, it really, yeah. There's, I, you know, it would have been interesting to go one, to one of his concerts and see exactly what. Sock it to me, baby. Sock it to me, baby, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> Too many fish in the sea. There we go. Wait, wait. But that was that was a cover. That had to have been a cover because that was somebody else, a, a woman, one of the gal, I think, did too many fish in the CE first. Nineteen sixty-seven, they put it out, and says here it reached number twenty-four on the charts. Doesn't say anything about it being hmm. a cover. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. There All we right. go. Have to look that up. Uh, Brandon is right now. Okay. Linda Sue Dixon was a hit that he put out. Uh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For the love of a stranger. Okay, so there you go. It was a hit somewhere. There, there's the. There you go. There's, there's all that stuff. However, "Devil with the Blue Dress On" is what we know him for. Uh, exactly. For that's the the really that's the mega hit. And speaking of that, last week we had uh, our mega horticulturist on the show, and I was listening. I was putting the podcast together, and you can always go get the podcast at mikenovak.net. M i k e n o w a k. We. Post them, and then I mm-hmm. and then I let folks know on Facebook that they've been posted. You can subscribe right from iTunes and you get it an, delivered. Exactly, RSS feed. Our podcasts are on Stitcher, and I got a thing from Stitcher the other week. Said, "Hey, we apologize for uh, stuff hasn't been right the last week." I'm like, "Oh, really? I hadn't noticed." Uh, and I'm on iTunes, and and if you go to one of those places and you listen to the podcast, or you can listen right on line on my website. But if you if you if you get a subscription an RSS feed, or if you go to iTunes, give us a like or rate the show. We need we're mm-hmm. we're gonna start pushing that a little bit because three hundred of them out there floating around on iTunes and I, I, none, of, none of them are them. rated. Go listen to them. Yeah, go listen. And can also uh, rate us on Facebook. That's true. Uh, so Lisa Hilgenberg was on the show on Sunday from the Chicago Botanic Garden. She's in the Regenstein Fruit and Vegetable Garden. And I realized uh, during the podcast that I called her, first I called her a mega horticulturist, then I called her a meta horticulturist. And I'm thinking, what the heck is a meta horticulturist? Like metadata? Exactly. I have no idea what that means. She's so. the tagged horticulturalist she's, uh, everywhere? Wh- whatever, whatever, whatever she is. That's, that's what she's, she is. She's a really good horticulturalist. Uh, yeah, and she's a regular here on the show. So, uh, And we just had a uh, notice from... Meteorologist Rick DeMaio, he's on his way over now. So we're going to, shortly after 1030, mm-hmm. uh, he will be in the building. And, and I see there's another tropical storm. I don't know if you heard that. That's hit Cuba. Is coming up. It's supposed to go over Miami. Wow. Dump copious amounts of rain. So it, it's the uh, hurricane season that will not die. Yeah. We can talk to him. You found that article this week about NASA sending the newest NOAA weather satellite into space. Oh, Yeah. Uh, except that, you know, uh, the other part of that... Well, while there's funding, yeah. Right, while there's funding, because the other part of that news is that administration, uh, even using that word... Uh, just Tweeter. Um, the Tweeter and tweet, company. Tweeter and company uh, want to cut NOAA, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. I'm sorry, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. NASA is the other one I was thinking of. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. They want to cut that by sixteen percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it, it only it only covers the National Weather Service. So, what could possibly go I, wrong? I, I think the, one of the headlines I saw yesterday was something. Despite three hurricanes, massive damage, and FEMA out of money, we don't need to predict them anymore. Uh, uh-uh. here we go. And I knew Kathleen would do it. You were wrong, Brandon. Too he, many fish. He in the disappeared. S- oh, now he's gone. <laughs> Because he doesn't want to be held responsible for inaccurate information. Give Kathleen a ding. Too many fish in the sea, Marvelettes 1964. I knew it was a cover. I yeah, that, that had to be a, a, fish, uh, a girl group. I knew it was a girl group. That That's one of those classic girl group yeah. songs. So, Marvelettes 1964. Right here on your classic girl group station, 
<laughs> WCGL 1590 AM. Uh, so there you go. Anyway, uh, so Noah's sending up a new satellite, which which might help, uh, except that we might get... It might just get turned off. Here's another story we're looking at, and I'm hoping to have somebody on the show tomorrow to uh, talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, because uh, it's that spill mm-hmm. in the Chicago River, and nobody knows where it's coming from. Nice, huh? And Don't just... you think? Who do you think is hiding and hoping that nobody you know what they ought to do it's now an, an oil spill it is an oil or spill. some some sort of some sort gooey. of slick thing that's covering animals that they have to clean um and uh it is causing problems uh in in the river it's at yeah. bubbly creek well and, I, and bubbly creek is famous on this show because that's where mike bryson I believe it's actually gotten further than Bubbly Creek. It was first noticed in Bubbly Creek. Yeah, well, that's kind of the area. Yeah, USCPA Region 5, Great Lakes Region, is leading the cleanup of the oil spill, but they still don't know the point source. U.S. Department of Agriculture on-site rescuing geese, ducks, and turtles and taking them to a recovery center on Blue Island. Yeah, uh, and and that's the amazing thing is that they still haven't tracked down the source. Now, it's quite possible that... It has stopped leaking, and that the reason they can't track down the mm-hmm. sources and it's no longer coming from. And uh, and and it's possible, I suppose, that the company or whatever the entity, let's say the entity behind the spill, doesn't know mm-hmm. that it happened. But that's not good either. Or it's spill, oil. What spill? Yeah. Did you say anything? Really? I didn't say anything. So we're going to try to get, I've got a, um, a call into Margaret Frisbee, who's executive director of Friends of the Chicago River, uh, to try to get her tomorrow to talk about that so we can see um, if they know anything further. I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure they do, but what I, I guess in, in, in the case of her, it's not more, it's not as much about tracking down the source as... What's the fallout from this? Yeah, in terms of wildlife, the river itself, river quality, and so forth. They've got booms out there, but you know, it, it's it's amazing that here we are in the 21st century, and we we learned this during the uh, the Deepwater Horizon episode that booms are inadequate to the task. The technology is so far behind its ability to contain anything like that that I'm stunned. Mm-hmm. Here we we do all this drilling all over the world and we have this ancient technology. Oh yeah, we're we're sopping it up. We're get, I'm getting likes on this. It's this. Um and Judy Dean wants to know if we have any thoughts on what oil spill was. And that and then that's what we're talking about. She just posted on our Facebook live. Um but booms and 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 putting down material to soak it up that's the best we got except for the dispersants which put more chemicals in and and as we've talked to Michelle Hoffman on Saturday and we don't know what effect that's having on plankton yeah and all, and all stuff yay yeah. how about that huh yeah so so let's keep drilling folks drill baby drill is what i say and they want to do what to the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge <laughs> no let's yeah, not you, go there you, no, no let's go there okay. yeah, cuz you were you you saw that recently and I think you posted something mm-hmm. about it. What's the story there? Um, there, you know, it's not a dead issue. We we had thought that was that the drilling in the Arctic was protected. That was the last administration. Now all bets are off the table as everything's getting open to drilling or wants to be opened, and apparently mm-hmm. that was tacked on to the budget bill. And 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 I think that's what we're going to see a lot of now. You're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of this sneaky stuff just sort of tacked on to these bills. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it always happens. It's the way Congress works. Yeah. And it's, one one article I was reading, everyone's questioning why. Everyone, the, just because they sell off the rights doesn't mean anyone's going to be putting a rig there because a lot of... Well, Shell gave up on yeah. it. Shell did it uh, several years ago, and they had this, this rig, and it got battered by the forces uh, in, in, in the water there, and they said, no, nah, this isn't going to work. But the companies will still... Buy the rights, and it won't be public. You know, land. it's like it's like scooping up a URL. Mm-hmm. So I've got the name in case I need it. I can use it in but... case I can sell it to someone. Yikes! Oh dear. 
Yeah, but speaking of, I don't know if you wanted to go over sure. the event we were at, but speaking of sopping things up and absorbing phosphorus, yeah, which we talked about last week. Yeah. Go ahead. So we, um, Thursday at, so if you were listening last Sunday, we were talking to the folks from the Alliance for the Great Lakes about the phosphorus problem in Lake Erie, the, the green slime that's been all over Lake Erie again this year. And um, the George Barley Water Prize is this this big contest that's going Ten on right now. Million dollars from the Everglades Foundation. And Thursday, October twenty sixth, at the Field Museum, they announced the ten winners of stage two. So it's this big international competition, had over a hundred entries from seven different countries, finding technologies that are going to get the phosphorus out, not at the source, but once it's in the waterways. Mm-hmm. And some pretty promising technology, which, which itself is problematic, yeah. because we talked to some people there uh, and elsewhere about that. So, so what this prize is about the George Barley Water Prize, the ten million dollars, uh, is to solve the phosphorus problem once it's in a body of water. However, as you might have heard on our show last Sunday. When we were talking to the folks from the Great Lakes um, Alliance, Alliance for the Great Lakes, uh, and, and what was the other one? Uh, Freshwater. Freshwater Future. Freshwater Future. Uh, we got to stop it before it gets there. Mm-hmm. Because part of the issue is the phosphorus products, the fertilizers that get put on farm fields. And, and as they pointed out, most of it is agricultural runoff. Some of it is Backyard runoff and urban. Urban runoff. Urban. Uh, but most of it's agricultural. Not non-point and source. And get farmers to just tell farmers, hey, you're not putting phosphorus on your plants anymore, on your on your fields, on your crops, on your commodities anymore. And let's see how they respond. Not probably not particularly favorably. Uh, still, they're, so they had these 10 groups. They got up in the front of the room, a uh, commissioner from Metropolitan Water Reclamation District of Greater Chicago was there. Uh, Deborah Shore, she was the moderator of this panel. You know, it was really brief. It was a kind of a fancy ceremony. We got our photo. We got our photo taken. Peggy and I. All right, you ready for this, folks? We got our fo- photo taken with Marshall Field, the fifth, the fifth, the Marshall Field, the fifth, um, which was pretty amazing in in the Field Museum, mm-hmm. um, in front Big of a di- diorama, diorama behind us. Yeah. Right, exactly. So we'll post that when we get that. Uh, when we get that, which if they ever send it to us. But, uh, it, but it was kind of interesting because these 10 winners are then going to go on to try and prove their technologies in winter cold water up right. in Ontario and then in super hot down in Florida. Four more winners will be selected from there down to the finalist who gets the $10 million. $10 million. Um, and so, yeah, so they got 10 groups and they're in, in the next year... They will be going to Canada to test the phosphorus reduction techniques, technology, and then to Florida, as Peggy said, so that it's hot and cold areas, You mm-hmm. and it needs to work in both. My question was, and we posed this to uh, Joel Brammeyer, who is the executive director of the Alliance for the Great Lakes, who was there also. Uh, I said, well, why don't they just take the $10 million and split it up. Why don't you do it so that maybe there's more than one technology that works? Instead of dumping it all into one, Mm -hmm. I got a feeling that it's possible that some of these other technologies, there'll be more than one technology that's actually effective. Why wouldn't you give like $3.3 million to three different groups? And Joel's reaction was very interesting because Joel said, well, that's not going to cover the cost of applying it anyway implementing it of yeah. implementing it um it's not enough and i'm thinking well then and then i also asked him i said and and how do we change farmers habits he goes oh that's a different story altogether so here we have this technology that's going to be developed and yes it will probably be uh, effective and we'll be able to remove phosphorus from the waterway but we'll still be pouring it in there and, and I had an analogy. Do you remember my analogy to that? I, I can't remember what it was. 
there was an and an, an, oh no, I remember it was Kathleen's brother. Oh yeah, who's on statins, mm-hmm. and he takes statins, and he says, "Well, now I can eat bacon because I I'm I'm, I'm fixing it. I'm fixing bring the on the bacon. Bring on the bacon because I'm fixing the problem." Uh and it it feels the same way with the phosphorus. It's like well. We'll, they, they can we'll, get it out. So, we'll remove yeah. it from Lake Erie so there aren't toxic algae blooms. But the farmers are going to continue to pour it into Lake Erie. So that's just... That's, that goes back to agricultural just, subsidies and all sorts of other things. That's positively Sisyphean. Okay? It's just... It's nuts. Hmm. Okay. Well, see, these, these are the questions we raise. And there are other questions about that group, but... We'll get to that in a second. It's the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki. We're potpourriing it this morning. I hope you stick around. The Green Living Expo returns to McHenry County College on Saturday, November 4th. And this 10th anniversary celebration is going to be pretty special. For starters, there will be two, yes, two, fully decorated and locally owned tiny homes on display, the award-winning traveling exhibit Sustainable Choices, and area college and university solar and super mileage team race cars. Visit the Living Lightly Tent, where innovators share their energy-saving innovations with you. Of course, more than 70 exhibitors and vendors of all kinds will be there, including invited artists displaying and selling their sustainable creations. And did I mention the Green Living Expo is free and open to the public? And that Mike and I will be there? McHenry County College, Saturday, November 4th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Go to mchenry.edu slash greenexpo or contact the MCC Office of Sustainability at 815-479-7765, 815-479-7765. Here's the bad news. One out of every six Americans doesn't know where their next meal will come from. So what's the good news? You can help. This year, instead of decorating your holiday table with flowers, use an arrangement of fresh, uncut fruits and veggies, which can be then donated to a local food pantry. Share a photo of your centerpiece with the hashtag AmpleCenterpiece, and you could win a $50 gift certificate to Gardner's Supply Company. Go to ampleharvest.org holiday to learn more. Hi, this is Lisa Albrecht from the Illinois Solar Energy Association, and once again, we are raffling off a Tesla to one lucky winner. This year, it's the 2017 Tesla Model X. That's the sports utility vehicle. The proceeds go to ISEA for our work in advancing clean energy development in Illinois. Each ticket is $100, but you can get four for $300. Only 2,500 tickets will be sold, and you can buy as many as you'd like. The drawing is December 7th, and you don't need to be present to win. Go to IllinoisSolar.org for details. Hi, this is Peggy Malecki with Mike Novak Show with Peggy Malecki, coming to you live on Sunday mornings from 9 to 11 on 1590 WCGO. Okay. Where'd you get that one? The voodoo that do me. That's it. Voodoo voodoo? Yes. You do voodoo. Okay. <laughs> now I get it, I think. Okay. This is these are from Heather. These are uh, just just this old C D of uh of Halloween songs and she has so many here and there some of them are just tangential. You know, it's not uh all right, maybe we should do like like okay, here's one. Hold on. She's alive. 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 Weird science. <laughs> Weird science. Yes. Any idea who did that, Brandon? My favorite band, Oigo Boingo. Wow, he give that man. See, I should have known you would know that. <laughs> And I bet you've watched Weird Science 30 or 40 times, right? I've never seen Weird Science. But you know the music. But I know Oingo Boingo, yeah. Oh, Oingo Boingo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, look who just walked in the door. I see uh, him petting Audie the dog out there. Uh, I'm going to wave him in. Wait, you talk amongst yourselves, Peggy, because <laughs> I'm going to go get the guy. Got to go get yeah. Rick. He's he's He's... he's... Here he comes. He's taking his sweet old time. He's like at the door, at the door, playing. We're talking about him. Playing with the dog. Yeah, come on. Open the door, Rick. 
So Meta Meteorologist, Meta Meteorologist Rick DeMaio is on his way yeah. in. Yeah, Meta or Mega? Wearing his Badger shirt. Yeah. Good morning. You rode your bike? Yeah. Nice day to ride your bike. That's why he's got the all that stuff on. Come on over here. Now, why don't you come over here? Do you need to plug your headsets in there, though? Oh, those need to be plugged in? Yeah. I can get that. Oh, what did he bring? He he brought he brought the box of, her cards that went of my business cards that showed up at his address. I don't, why is that? Why would that I'll happen? I'll explain later. It's a secret government operation. I guess so. Top secret. <clears throat> well, good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, how, how are your hands? A little Fine. cold. Have, um, He's got his gloves. You got the yeah, but you've got the the fingers cut off. That's crazy yeah, in this weather. Right. Well, as, as I was saying, I, I, my I got a big old flat on my tire, my bicycle tire, so I can't. Ooh. I got to get that fixed before I can get back out on. The, uh, it's too cold to bike I, ride. I'm riding until there's snow on the ground. All right. So well, I sent you a bunch of stuff. I know. It was, it was, it was I opened kind of, one of them. Yeah, I, had, I can send you another one as well. Uh, what are you talking about, huh? The I those just, the forecast. Yeah. Oh, and also the weather from last night. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather so far, the climate data for the month. Yeah. Well, it, it, one, one of them made least, me try to sign in to your one. If, if you hit here. cancel, though, you don't have to sign in. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, I don't know about uh, it, probably froze further west. I thought it was going to freeze up north, but it didn't. Uh, we last only, night? Yeah. Yeah, it was too much cloud. Yeah, though. we didn't even have any frost. Yeah. But. And even the other night, actually, I had frost the first night, hmm. and then I didn't have it the second night. I called the weather source. I go, by the way, we got frost last night. Because they had a frost advisor, but didn't have Cook County. Oh, really? The first night and, on the And then that. you had frost. Well, I had it. That was the night before. And I called them. I go, guys, we had it already this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, you know what they do is they, a lot of those guys, are, they live all in that area, you know, Romeoville, Joliet, yeah. Naperville. Sure. And they think, oh, urban heat island affects all of Cook County. But it really doesn't. No. And, you know, parts of western Cook County are like Barrington, you know. So I, I, think, I said, I think you need a frost advisor for Cook County. Because it was, it was everybody but Cook. Yeah. And then after I told them that we had it this morning, and I sent them a picture, they go, okay, and they put it out. But then that, that next night, we got very little. Got a, had a lot down by Romeoville, but it wasn't a killing frost. Yeah. Even right. tonight's stuff, they have us under a freeze warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freeze warning is four hours of 28 degrees or below, or below 28. Four hours of 20 or below. All right. But yeah, even I've then, been, I don't think we'll get. I've been getting the freeze and, warnings like crazy on my phone. Right. Yeah, every time a warning comes out, you get that. Why am I not getting any of these? I have gotten no... I get the occasional flash flood warning, but I have not gotten any freeze warnings. <laughs> yeah, I don't get freeze warnings on my no, phone. No, I get freeze warnings. Right now, I've got Tropical Storm Selma has been downgraded. It's no, Noah, Wade, Noah Radar Pro is what I get all the everything's oh, off well, of. Oh, that's, yeah, that's why I don't have that. Yeah. Selma, that's in the Pacific. Or the that's not in the Atlantic, right? Um, I don't know. I I'll just check. know that what was the one on Cuba hitting Cuba? You mean a long time ago? No, I mean this morning. I'm listening. Out. <laughs> oh, uh, Tropical Storm Selma is uh, headed toward Honduras, out of the Pacific, though. Yeah, in the yeah, Pacific. No, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. There, there was a. The a, other one is that's probably a, just a depression. Oh yeah, no, it's it's um, Tropical Storm 18. Right, 18. It hasn't formed yet. Yeah. But it's, it, it's going to be going to go over Miami and dump a bunch of rain, is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it, it should be weak. There, not that our radio listeners can see the map, but yeah, yeah that that's kind of normal for this time of the year. It's hard to get those things further north. So it's not part of the extended crazy hurricane season. Um, no. yes and no. Yes, and, you know I'm going to take this off. It's warm. <laughs> now, <laughs> now he's warm. Okay. Uh, it is warm. Yeah. It's always warm in here. Yeah. And especially on this side in front of all the computer equipment. Gets very warm. Easy there, dude. It's a good thing he's <laughs> off camera, okay? <laughs> so I went and saw um, Night of the Living Dead last night at the Music Box. You saw Night of the Living Dead? At the, the Music Box. Wow. It's the oh, best. that must have been great. Oh, I own that movie. But you know that movie had but a on budget? on big screen, though. I'm going to ask you to just slide. Yeah. Just, no, no, this way. Yeah, I got you. The on camera. Not, not quite on camera. camera. There, there you go. are. You know that movie had a budget of 114 million. Hundred fourteen thousand dollars, yeah, and made thirty million. That's a good return on investment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what we is. call a good ROI. Yeah, and and the great thing about it is the um, the hero in the movie was a black man. Yes, which at 19- the time was crazy, right? Yeah. And he actually shot a white guy with the rifle, point blank, and then smacked the white woman, like smacked her. 
I th- that was p- I think part of the plan for George Romero. Yeah, I mean it's like it was the one way he could do something like that right. at that time and yeah. get away with it. Yeah, as well as people actually eating people. <laughs> and I of mean, course, the, the black guy dies at the end, so right. that's the other thing. So there's no repercussions. Right, <laughs> right, right. Get that guy, and they think he's a zombie in the bullet. You never seen it? Long, long time. Oh, ago. but you got to yeah. see it again. I it, see it every. It's one of those movies. See, it's got a lot when it of comes social. when it comes on TV. I'll sit there and and I'll, but I'll it, watch. But it. it's now remastered at the music box on the oh, big screen. How was the remastering? Was it was, it was good. It was much clearer. Mm-hmm. But but to sit there in in the in the music box, yeah, with on the big screen, Rebecca they, and I took yeah. her son Zach to see. Yeah, it. it's like when just seeing any of those. I've seen Casablanca on the big oh, screen. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And he's into the whole Walking Dead thing from, you know, on AMC. Well, he created the Walking yeah. Dead thing. Right. This, this is it. That's that's right. ground zero right there. This is there, the real right? thing. Not the Walking Dead, yeah. But but when he when he when you actually see people who just died wake up like the little girl wakes up and then eats her father and then stabs her mother with the garden hose. <laughs> There's nothing better than that. And then the music and everything. Good morning, just... everybody. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, how's that with your scrambled eggs? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking uh, of Walking Dead, Halloween's coming up, yeah, and weather, and cold. Be, it's going to be a little nippy there for, yeah. for the for the kitties. So we're back on the air? Oh, we've been on the air the whole time. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> well, you were taking off your your your, your, your sweater. And but stuff. we weren't right, talking Brandon, weather. We're, we're on the air, That's okay. right? right? This is live, right? I thought it was an extended... That's okay. Uh, we're getting likes on Facebook, so... I thought it was an extended <laughs> commercial people break. Like the, people like this conversation better than our usual, so <laughs> I'm like, go for wow, it. Wow, you got great sponsors. That was a three-minute break. <laughs> <laughs> so All that's, right. that's why we were trying to ease you into actually talking about weather. That's oh, we, I know. That's why yeah. we brought up the... I know. You know and I, I love them. We say... Yeah, the hurricane uh, or the, the tropical storm in Florida, Cuba. What? I well, know. you know, you know, the, I haven't seen that. The, no. the funny, the funny thing about uh, Night of the Living Dead. At the end, I said to Rebecca, "I go, you notice how the entire movie was filmed with like overcast skies, stratocumulus, to make it look really dark and gray." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I'm already bringing weather into. You love it. Yeah, that's why it's no fun to go to movies with you, right? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm I'm a movie. Affectionado. I I love bringing movies into the classroom. So, um, all right. So let's talk about October, which has been incredibly weird. Um, so far, the second wettest October on all time, thanks to the prolific rain we've got two weeks. Right. Ago. But still, we've had right. some pretty big rains. So we're up to nine inches of rain for the uh, month uh, record. I think is like twelve. Whereas the sixth warmest, which is weird. Huh. So last well, week, it actually makes sense because it has been really warm. It yeah. Has been, yeah. Last Saturday. Guys, it was 80 degrees. That right. is that is August 31st weather. Today, we're not going to break 40. That's December 1st weather. <laughs> we actually, in seven days, we went over September, October, and November. Actually, in, if you think about it, almost within a five-day period of time. Uh-huh. Uh, because we had you know four-day period of time. We had cool weather during the day on Tuesday. Uh, but we had a little bit of mixed rain mixed with snow this morning for a couple of hours. O'Hare reported that. That, would go, that goes down now as the first observable snow of the hmm. season. Uh, we call that not even a trace. It's just observable that it fell, but yeah. it didn't even, yeah. you know, wasn't even and measured. This was where did we see it? At O'Hare. Okay. Yeah. Well, I drove through rain coming here, but not snow. Yeah, it was about three in the morning, and there was actually lake effect rain and snow downwind of Lake Mendota in southern Wisconsin. Hmm. This is the first time that I've ever seen that, and that's partly due to the fact that the lakes are incredibly warm. Yeah. So the difference in temperature between the lake water, uh, even in Lake Mendota, is actually producing a little plume. Uh, the snow that fell north in uh, northern Wisconsin, six to eight inches, not out of the question. They'll get that this time of the year. Yeah. But record snowfall for a calendar day for Duluth, Minnesota, highest snowfall ever for an October day, 10.7 inches. Wow. Part of that could be related to the fact that the uh, lake water temperature, Lake Superior, is still in the mid to upper 50s, which is really remarkable for this late in the year. Yeah. So this is one of the things I talked about in the um, uh, the snowfall uh, forecast that uh, you know Peg put into the um, a Natural Awakenings magazine I wrote for her. Um, the th- the threat the threat for an increase in high level uh, lake effect snows and heavy wet snows early in the year during these incredibly warm September and October's seems to be increasing. And some of the research from the Midwest Regional Climate Center has showed snowfall actually getting higher in the last thirty years along the Great Lakes, but actually actually getting smaller, you know, lowering values across the southern mm-hmm. Midwest. Hmm. So we might, 
Well, when we come back, and, and this will be a real break, Rick. Okay. Just letting you know. <clears throat> uh, we we saw a forecast, forecast from NOAA. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, that said, and I saw the map, and it, we're sort of in could go either way category here, in, right? In, yeah, in, in the Great yeah. Lakes region mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the Upper Midwest, whereas the right. South and the, the West is going to be warmer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, they said warmer winter, but that doesn't mean us necessarily, right? Yeah, we're all kind right. of in between on that. Yeah, all right. That's uh, meteorologist Rick DeMaio. Uh, we'll be talking more. Maybe I can even get kind of a we we've been teasing the the winter forecast here but that we started the conversation just now so maybe we'll talk about that yeah yeah it's the mike novak show with peggy malecki 847-475-1590 he's waving we'll be right back hey this is peggy when i speak at local events people often ask me aren't you the peggy in natural awakenings ads and that makes me happy because it reminds me that chicagoans want to lead healthier lives And Natural Awakenings magazine helps them do just that. Natural Awakenings is the greenest, healthiest magazine in the Chicago area. Each month, we bring you the latest information about health and wellness, complementary medicine, fitness and exercise, raising healthy kids, and even keeping your pets healthy. You'll find articles about healthy homes, too, including gardening, energy efficiency, and green living. And if you love good food, you'll always find tasty recipes and healthy cooking hints. Check out our monthly calendar. It's full of events to keep you connected. Natural Awakenings is available in more than 1,100 locations throughout the city, as well as suburban Cook, Lake, and McHenry counties. And it's free. Or visit us at nachicago.com. Natural Awakenings. Feel good. Live simply. Laugh more. A good day's gardening can sometimes be a bad day for your muscles and joints. Dr. Bonnie Flaster is a chiropractor who uses gentle, non-force adjustments to relieve pain. With 29 years of experience, she relies on a variety of treatments, including low-level laser, acupuncture, and gentle chiropractic. Visit her at River North Wellness Center and find health tips at rivernorthwellness.com. Call Dr. Bonnie Flaster at 312-642-7545 and get back to feeling good. DNR Services Unlimited has been serving the north and northwest suburbs since 1992. They can take care of those little problems that never get done. They perform complete bathroom, basement, and kitchen remodels. And if you're looking for a complete home makeover, they can handle that too. Visit their website at RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. That's RestoreTheNorthShore.com or give them a call at 847-998-1687. It'll be easy to find someone cheaper, but a lot harder to find someone better. Find out what's going on in Evanston. Tune in to Haggerty's Huddle every other Monday on French and Friends. Brought to you by Chicago Lee Magazine. Name the city's top magazine. Don't just read more, read better. Gremlins. I, I think this is what it sounded when I was getting tutoring during Calc 3. <laughs> yeah, that was my advanced econ stats class. Right, right, right. I think it what comes was up that? In a second here. Oh, there you go. Attack of the killer tomatoes. Oh, okay. Attack. Okay. Of the killer tomatoes. Nice. They'll beat you, bash you, squish you, mash you, chew you up for brunch, and finish you off for dinner or lunch. Wow. <laughs> that'll that'll shorten the date in a hurry. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> you start talking about that. Really? Well, talking about it and going to see it. That's what I want to know. I, I okay. gotta get this call. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> and split. then never split, yeah. Splat. Splat. Uh, is that the one uh, you were talking about? No, though that's actually a, a map that shows the snowfall up in areas of Wisconsin. The one yeah. I was going to talk about was the the temperature um, trend later on tonight into tomorrow morning. Okay. Um, so we're under a it's freeze in one warning. Of them. Yeah, under... It's in one of those. Yeah. I'll so we're, so the weather service has us under a freeze warning now. Freeze warning could could mean two things. You can get the thirty two degrees for an hour or two, mm-hmm. uh, but any sensitive plants that you have out outside. Uh, mums, things like that, mm-hmm. could get a little bit of, you know, the, the, the edges of the flowers could get a little sure. bit nipped. 
but a hard freeze is when you actually get to 28 degrees for four for hours. For four hours. Right. Right. Now, we're not under a hard freeze warning. I don't think. I think they just have us under a freeze warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, with cloud cover and, and moisture in the ground, it'll probably just be a widespread frost. So if you have a lot of plants outside um, and you want to keep them going, um, bring the ones that you feel are most sensitive and the other ones the mums could probably stay outside. Or, or cover, cover. Or cover them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, you can't dig stuff up and pull it in. But. Well, and, and some plants actually like it. So, for instance, if you're growing uh, Brussels sprouts. Mm. Kale. And yeah. they like a little bit. Uh, well, I was just going to say, actually, Brussels sprouts, it, it helps the flavor. I don't mm-hmm. know if it does with kale. Kale, is, <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Does it? Well, but in kale, I'll have some frost with my sprouts. <laughs> well, yeah, it, 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 there's something about that, that, that the temperature. The, yeah, it does something with the sugar in it. Yeah, and I don't know if it's the same, but, but kale can withstand it. There's a number of plants. In fact, I'm gonna, I've got some tomatoes. Now, that's the other question is always, I see these warnings for O'Hare. And I'm in Logan Square, and I go, hmm, if they're telling me it's going to get to 32 at O'Hare, it's I'm thinking like it's— like 34 in Logan Square. Probably. Right. It's going to be—it's yeah. it's not going to freeze no, in the no. city mm-hmm. because no. of the heat island right. effect. Yeah, the heat island effect is pretty amazing. Um, and you see it more and more so. Um, matter of fact, there was a, um, an article just recently published by um, Tom Skilling's group showing that over the last 15 years, uh, the average date of the first frost and the first freeze in Chicago area— is now almost seven days later than it was 15 years ago. I, th- I saw that yeah. chart. Yeah. That, yeah. That, uh, those are great stats. Those really are. And that shows you. So that tells you that there is change in oh, our yeah. local climate. Yeah. And part of that could easily be induced by, you know, more building, you know, just, just more infrastructure pushing further out. Uh, but I think it's probably par- partially due to more so large-scale climate change. I wouldn't be surprised. You look at most cities across the United States – the frost and freezes are later. The first snows are later. The winter mm-hmm. ends earlier. That's The winter season has become shorter. It doesn't mean that you can't get these anomalous events mm-hmm. like a 10.7-inch snowfall in Duluth on the 27th yeah. of October. But your job has gotten harder yeah. in a way because, because of those. Well, the anomalous events in the past were just anomalous events. right? And, and, and a meteorologist would say, well, it's going to happen. You never know because the weather weather's a strange thing. Now, you got people like me and Peggy and, and other people going, is it climate change? Why yeah. why are we getting that so early it, or so late? It's probably a combination. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a hard thing. I just had a first my first class with my adult learners at Loyola. So I had seven students and I and I and my first I didn't my, know you taught adult learner classes there. Yeah, it's actually I a, should I should probably audit that course. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's an, it's an eight week class, four classes face to face for our Skype. So we oh. do it through Adobe, you know, Adobe connect. Um, and I'm talking to them and my dog's barking in the background, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but I, I, I start up by saying, I'm, I'm going to teach you how to think differently about climate and climate change. It's not just the, that the fact that the climate is changing. I'm going to talk to you about why it is, how it is, and that there's some positives to it as well. You talked to most people last year. We loved a snowless January and February. I'm not on that list. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I didn't like it. For one thing, it's hard on the plants. Yeah. You, you know, because if it dries out, true, and it gets cold, they heave. Now we it was fairly warm, but snow is a good thing. And I happen to personally like yeah, snow. I, I like winter. I like the sea. Well, there's a reason I still live in Chicago and right. not L.A. Right. From a standpoint of, of of having to shovel and having to plow, it. For some people, they loved it, but for people who make money off of it, snowmobile operators, oh, they, were, they, um, were, Wilma, they hated it. Yeah, it was of course. A, it was a terrible winter. No skiing, film. no snowmobile, yeah. no, no, you know, the, the garden centers that shovel snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. they're, yeah. They're, yeah, the lawn losing, services that make their money in the winter off the money, plowing. Losing hand right. over fist, right. Right. and right. They've, right. they've got to be looking at the calendar this year and going, hmm, it, we, I, we can't withstand two years in a row like right. that. Right, and, and, and last year was really strange because we had no snow. I mean, literally no snow, and I think part of that was also just pattern wise. It just happened mm-hmm. to be literally right over up, uh, over us at this particular time. But we were talking about the month of October. Uh, the cool weather that that we're now having is kind of normal. You get that, at yeah, the end yeah. Of I'm not, this doesn't bother me yeah, at all. I mean, yeah. I know it's 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 about to be November first, and this is what I expect. It was a little odd to have 80 degrees a week ago. I, I played and, 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 and a string of, of warm right? temperatures. Yeah. I, I played golf both last Thursday and last Saturday. I said to myself, I'm getting this in. I rode my bike on, on 
Friday and Saturday. I'm like, I, I'm I getting guess my this invitations in. in the mail here. So I, it, it got lost in email. Well, I played. I played with my brother on Thursday, my son on Saturday. So you're 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 down on the list. Okay, I point. figured it was because I I whooped his butt at the time we went out <laughs> earlier. Um, no, no, no. I actually had some really good days after that. Oh, good. Um, but no, no, no. The bottom line is, it it it's becoming harder and harder to talk about how things are pushing beyond what's called the climatological extremes. So weather is absolute. Climate is averages and norms, but then you have these events which are becoming extreme, and it seems that those are getting pushed further to the left and further to the right yeah. uh, of, of the number. And yeah, it's becoming harder and harder at that point. And uh, we'll get a brief uh, forecast in a second, but some of those events are things like these snows that you get on the East Coast that are feet in depth, oh, not yeah. just inches, oh, you yeah. know. We, don't, we still don't get those... Really, here, here in Chicago, no, no, it's no. because the setup's not right yeah, for yeah, that, you, is it? Yeah, you got to get the tropical moisture or the subtropical from the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico off the Atlantic Ocean. But one of the things that we've noticed along the East Coast from uh, D.C. northward to Boston, they've seen more heavy snowfalls from these El Nino events and ex-tropical events and ex-hurricanes. Mm-hmm. If probably People will probably remember this, but you know, five years ago, uh, tomorrow was the arrival of Hurricane Sandy. Tomorrow's no, I don't fifth, remember. Wow. Tomorrow's the 50 year anniversary. A week after that occurred, they had a snowstorm on the East Coast because right, Sandy, remember, right, pulled right, back, right. pulled so much cold air on the backside that it actually, actually set up, or, or if you want to call it that, it realigned the upper air pattern for almost a month. So mm. when you had these these really late season uh, events that are obviously tropical in nature, they completely changed the mid latitude part of the uh, atmosphere. So what's our uh, forecast uh, coming up? And we didn't mm. even we didn't see you get you got to dodge uh, a forecast for the winter for one more week. Well, but this way they can go and get Natural Awakenings magazine. Brand new the, November issue hitting right. the streets and, this weekend. Yeah. You put it in there and you don't talk about it on my show. What the heck? Okay. Well, but this way they can look at it and ask more detailed questions. We'll put the I, link up on the right. show site. So what's so, our forecast? Okay, a little bit of rain and snow today is basically over. High 40 today, 45 tomorrow, and then back into the lower 40s from Monday and Tuesday with rain late Tuesday. So if you're doing any trick-or-treating, you should be fine. All righty. We will be back tomorrow morning with a bunch of cool guests. Uh, Until then, go green or go home. Uh, Stadler? Yeah, what? Is that it? Yes, it's over. How'd you like it? I don't know. I slept through the whole thing. Well, you didn't miss much.